Well, hello there. Hello. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to tune on so quickly. Oh my goodness. I'm eating a honey bun. Oh my gosh. Has nothing changed? No, not at all. <laughs> wow. Not a honey bun. Oh, and the wrapper. Yes, I put it away. Oh my goodness. God. Let me know when you're ready. Good grief. I'm ready. Okay. Well, um, hello, listeners. Hi. <laughs> it's been a it's while. Been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. We should have left you. <laughs> and um, so many other songs we could quote, quote. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah. So, you know what I did today? Tell me. I was leaving the office. I stopped by the office for a little while today. Mm-hmm. About six-ish. And I was like, when was the last time we actually recorded? Oh, right. You looked it up? I did. And I listened to it. And so it had been, we had not taped for like a month. And then mm-hmm. we recorded a little brief thing to tell people that we weren't, um, we we're going to take a break. Right, right, and that we would be back August fifteenth. Wow, that really didn't happen. No, it really didn't happen. And the thing is, like, we um, had planned many times. Yes, very, very, very many times. Very, very many times. (laughs) Very, very many times we have said, "Okay, (laughs) this week we're going to record." Right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Never happens. It didn't happen, as you can see. Uh Um, I've had listeners ask me, so are y'all just not gonna... (laughs) Right. So this is over? Right. And I think the catalyst really for me is like, you know, what are we doing? Was that I was in a conversation with one of my colleagues this week, and Uh he was saying that our conversation, he's like like podcast and I was like you know I actually do have a podcast I've mentioned it before and I was like we took a break and I was like we mm-hmm. had, you know been back out he was like when, when did you take a break I was like in the summer <laughs> and he was like it's almost summer again <laughs> right right we've been through fall we are in winter so yeah that, that was the summer break turned into a um uh, extended unexpected extended hiatus so sorry yeah and so we are committed Mm -hmm. to getting back on track yes yes and actually I don't know this uh so we're recording on Sunday Mm -hmm. um which is what we decided on when we spoke on Friday we said Sunday evening Let's do it. And so, and this actually is not a bad time slot. 
It's actually kind of perfect because I usually don't plan a lot of stuff on Sunday evening because I want to kind of get ready for my week. So right. I'm at home usually. Like Sunday is the time to get ready to, you know, get myself together for the week. Kind of the audience time. Nothing, yeah. nothing has changed. Um, no, nothing has changed. Um, yeah, no, Sundays. So I think, I mean, which means that we'll probably go ahead and put this out um, on the airwaves uh, on Monday. So if you're listening, it's um, probably Monday now, um, which might be a fun way to kind of like, let's, let's, let's start the week with you. Why don't you start the week with us? Yeah. 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 That's a bang up idea. I think it's all- let's get you going on a Monday morning. Yeah. On your Monday morning drive, maybe. Maybe you're listening to this on your Monday morning drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Get get you through your commute, get you to work, get you inspired for the week, maybe. Are we All inspiring the... somebody? We might be. You never know. You don't know what we might say. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the absolute truth. You never know what we might say. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's, let's, let's try this Sunday taping monday drop on for size uh ladies and gentlemen and see how that feels how that fits okay all in favor aye aye all right the eyes have it it. (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh, this week we're not gonna really do the the format because we're gonna ease ourselves into it Mm -hmm. as you can see what was I gonna say? Um, dang it! Uh-huh. You were something. you were headed somewhere. You seemed pretty confident. I was just gonna. Let I you know. Go. I was headed somewhere. I was absolutely. I had a direction, a fine point that I was gonna make. Hmm. Man, whatever. Um, wow. Wow. But um, um. So yeah, yeah. we're gonna kind of catch you up what what was happening when we left off we were about to go on my birthday trip (laughs) you had just left Atlanta wow gosh it really was a long time ago we were a couple weeks away from my birthday trip which was amazing we said it was going to be amazing and it really was so fun Mm -hmm. it was a busy you know it was such a busy travel uh summer for me yeah um that it took it did take me a long time to recover from all the various things and then I so yeah so we had your birthday trip was that July yeah it was, I got that it was on my birth my actual on your birthday day. so it was yeah so we did the girls trip to Sonoma and Napa which was wonderful mm-hmm. um with our good good friends mm-hmm. and um yeah, that was a great time. And then I feel like you guys, you went back to Atlanta. And I think it just, it was only a few weeks later in, um, well, I had just come from Denver because I had my church conference in Denver. Then I went to Napa immediately after that. Then I was home for a few weeks. And then I went to London and uh, was there for two weeks in Oxford and Cambridge. Yeah, and these were the last things that we mentioned on the last <laughs> podcast that you were going on this trip and why you're going and how mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, I guess we can start there. So all those things did happen. All those, those things, things did happen and were, were fantastic. 
Yes. Did not happen. So I'm glad I didn't say what we were going to do. I don't think I said what we were going to do. But that did not happen. But we've moved that over to another mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like I've been busy like, working like so much. Yeah. Which is yeah. great, but exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to the point where like just even like the last month, like I took an off day on Friday. It ended mm-hmm. up being totally like there were some real estate activities that I just had to take care of, but very limited. I did not go into the office, no showings, no, you know, didn't did talks to anybody, negotiations. Mm-hmm. I spent most of my day in a, in a little, the cutest little coffee shop and wine bar, the best of both worlds. Well, yeah, and nice. Sat in red and just chilled out. And it was really great and what I needed because I've been working every day since I got back from my um, Chris, extended Christmas, New Year's um, break, like on the mm-hmm. street, which was amazing. Tell us about it. What did you do? I went to the Besties house mm-hmm. and literally vegged out from. I think I got there a couple of days before Christmas Eve and left like January second mm-hmm. because I literally had to come back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Didn't I don't know if, if I'd ever would come back because it was such a relaxed, a relaxing, like little <laughs> relaxing, relaxing little retreat, and to the point where they have like a they have you know the two kids and so many activities that they have like a calendar that they keep in the kitchen so that everyone mm-hmm. can see it. And she put stuff on the calendar, but it was like nada, nothing, nope. <laughs> it's like for every day. It was hilarious. Oh, I love that. And that's so just we, that's the way to do it. We literally just drank wine, drank cocktails, cooked, um, and just sat around and ate and binge and watched Netflix and Disney Plus. We like binge watched Shits Creek and then um <laughs> Started binge watching Madam Secretary. Totally random. The kids, mm-hmm. I have Disney Plus, you know, for you know, Verizon. Mm-hmm. Watch Disney Plus. They were watching like every Marvel movie. Um, nice. Yeah, we were watching like all kind of like Christmas movies. It was great fun. Everybody got sick except for me. Um, but yeah, it was great though. It was very relaxing and the perfect way to spend that little week. With loved ones and in my jammies, and it was great. It was fantastic. Loved it. Good. Yeah, it was. It was a well-deserved break. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like my week of the holidays was similar. I was at my sister's, um, and um, yeah, it was definitely nice. I, I, I'd say I'd spend probably ninety percent of my time in pajamas. Um, and so that 10% was just to go um, out on Christmas Eve because we spent Christmas Eve at my brother-in-law's families and then had Christmas Eve service that that right after that dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only time that I really needed to be presentable. Um, <laughs> so that was the other thing that was fantastic. Huh? Yeah, that was the other fantastic. Was like, you know, I spent the whole time in like soft pants. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was. No, I was literally in my like. If I don't, yeah, I don't think I 
I rarely changed out of my pajamas. If I did, it was into soft pants, but for the most part, it was pajamas. And my, I have a robe that I keep at my sister's house because it's like this big fluffy robe that's very warm and I never really need in LA, but up there it actually does get cold. So yeah, I pulled my robe out of her hall closet and I pretty much wore it all week, like kind of like a rich, um, independently wealthy woman. Never... Lady of leisure. Lady of leisure, yes. Oh, this was a thing I forgot to tell you, which is a, a total aside. So, mm. so, uh, so while we were there, like we would go to Aldi all the time. And like Aldi ah. actually has like a great wine section. Mm. Like their wine is like all pretty good. Even like their Tupac Chuck is really tasty so the bestie has a chardonnay there that she really likes so yeah. she usually buys two or three bottles at a time okay so we went through at least a couple bottles a day and <laughs> <laughs> well maybe a bottle sometimes two don't try to clean it up yeah. two bottles a day <laughs> just call it what it is we all know stop and it so she does that and so the other day like I think, yeah last week she was like Okay, so I noticed that the stock of Chardonnay at Aldi's has increased. And I was like, right, because you buy them out every week. Right, so they're like, we need to keep up with this demand by this one woman who keeps coming in and buying shelf loads of Chardonnay. (laughs) So funny. I was like, yeah, you have skewed their uh, stock. Yeah. They're like, we don't know what's going on, but it's just flying off the shelves. It's Vanessa. It's her. She did. <laughs> that is terrific. Um, yeah. So, and um, let's see. So, yeah, that was basically the holiday. Um, and yeah, it's it's uh, Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy yeah. New Year. Happy New Year. Beautiful happy New Year. Year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, Merry happy Merry Halloween. Christmas. Uh, happy Spooky Thanks- Halloween. Spooky Halloween. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, I mean, what else? I, we hope your Labor Day was good. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, you know what? We're here before Groundhog's Day, so. Oh, thank God. We did. What? What's the guy's name? Tom. Tom. What's the Phil? Phil. Oh, Poxitani Phil. Poxitani Phil. Yeah. Is that the guy? You be the, the groundhog. The groundhog. He's a dude, though, right? It's a Phil. He's a guy. I thought that was the name of the groundhog. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, Poxitani Phil. Yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing. Is it obviously it's a different groundhog every year, but is this like a groundhog that's like a kept is he a kept groundhog? <laughs> is he like a kept like do we keep track of Phil after um after Groundhog Day? I don't know. I think they probably let him do his thing and then that's the end of him. Like, they move on. I mean, what's a groundhog's life span? See, and this is what I'm talking about. We get into this minutiae. <laughs> hey, you brought up 
Groundhog's Day. And now I'm curious because what's not, the... No, no, we're not going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> we're not going to go down the rabbit hole about the groundhog. <laughs> no, we're not. It's crazy. It's crazy, I say. Let me grab a little drink here. Um, I just, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering... Because it's February 2nd each year, right? And we, Puxatani comes, Phil comes out of the ground and we either see his shadow or we don't. But I'm just, you know, like, I'm just wondering, like, obviously it's a different groundhog. It has to be a different groundhog every year. Yes, I'm sure there's not some old groundhog that's been doing this for however many years. Okay, we, I, I cannot go down this rabbit hole with you again. So, um, so okay, um, so hmm. do you want to get into the thing that happened today, or do you want to talk about things that are going on with us? Because we were just gonna kind of just do a little catch up thing, but something like really major happened today. So yeah, we should probably just briefly talk about that because it's uh, kind of an obvious uh, topic. So um, as everyone by now, I'm sure already knows because it's not, it's all that anyone is talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, very sadly, this morning mm-hmm. at around 10 o'clock Pacific time, um, there was a large uh, helicopter crash here in Calabasas, California, which is about, oh, like, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour from where I am. And on that um, flight, there were nine people, so the pilot plus eight people. There were no survivors of the crash, and it's been confirmed that two of those um, people were Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi, who's uh, 13 years old. Yeah. Um, Gianna. So, um, just really unbelievable. I think um, that has been kind of the general. Uh, reaction that everyone is having is just disbelief uh, at mm-hmm. the the news. Um, right. I was I was actually you know it's it happened right around ten o'clock this morning, which is when I'm going into church. So it wasn't until after church let out that we were like standing around talking, and um, we actually had a thing after church, just like celebration with food and everything. Mm-hmm. And word started spreading, and it was one of those like it did very much feel like one of those um, "Where were you when you found out?" you know <laughs> kind of moments mm-hmm. um, because it was just so. I, I mean, like someone was like, yeah, Kobe Bryant died. And I was like, wait, what? Like that, it just, those, that sentence did not, mm-hmm. um, was like not computing. Like I, I'm not understanding what you're, what, what the words that just came out of your mouth and, and mm-hmm. what and how, and, you know, like I'm thinking, you know, and then the helicopter um, crashed, it, you know, and it just, and then later I found out that it was, he was also with his daughter, which just, um, mm-hmm. I, I think like, quadrupled the level of um sadness um Mm -hmm. for for his family so um yeah how crazy is that yeah and so for me it it was it was like just weird because today was the day that we did the um kind of remembrance for um our friend that passed away a few years ago oh okay Um, yeah so her birthday um January and you know we got we always get together and kind of remember her and just kind of talk about her we released um, balloons this year 
Mm-hmm. Um, we did, you know, just bubbles and talked about it. Just, you know, just got together um, at, a, at a park. And um, we, were, you know, were getting in the car. And I got a text from Vanessa. Mm-hmm. She's like, did you hear about Kobe Bryant? He died in a plane crash. I was like, what? Vanessa talking about this foolishness. And so then I, like, Google it. And I was like, oh my god it's like a real thing and so we like drive past like our other friends and was like did you guys hear about Kobe Bryant mm. and everybody's like what and one of the guys was like yeah he he passed away you know the plane crash we were like wait a minute how did you know he's like because my friends were texting me about it he's like I just felt it was inappropriate to go hey guys you're not here you know he's like so I just like you know kind of stepped away for a second and we were like, oh, my God. So it was just, like, kind of weird. And they even have, like, a friend who's like, I wasn't really a Kobe Bryant fan or a, I don't think about basketball. But she's like, this is, like, really, like, stinging. And I was like, you know, he was our age. Um, mm-hmm. We've kind of, like, followed his career, been involved in his career since he was, like, in high school. You know, we lived in L.A., so it's kind of like we live in L.A., so he was – always <laughs> like mm-hmm. at the center you know of everything and like you said the fact that you know his daughter you know was like it's like the, he's young but like you know his baby was you know baby girl and it's just compounded like the tragedy so yeah it's just like unbelievable like this is just you know he was beloved in LA and you know all over it was kind of crazy because um, someone had just told me about a special that was on some sport on ESPN, I guess, and it was like him and Shaq, and they were mm-hmm. talking about like their relationship and how like you know a lot of people um, kind of made it like it was contentious and they're like it really wasn't and blah mm-hmm. blah blah, and or that you know that they're so far you know they're grown you know they're much older now and have put all of that in perspective and. You know, so they're like, oh, it's really good. You have to see it. And they're like, no, you don't really care about it. And I was like, you know, but I was like, I like a good story. Like, that sounds good. So I was like, yeah, I'll probably watch it this week. So it was just kind of weird, like, because that was, like, kind of brought up in my mind as something to do this week. So I was just like, mm-hmm. goodness gracious. So, yeah, so very sad. So 41 years old. 41 years old. Yeah, super sad. And there's a ton of, like, beautiful tributes going out to him in a million different ways. Um, The Empire State Building is lit up purple and gold tonight in honor of Kobe Mm -hmm. Bryant, as is um, the um, Seattle um, Needle. Mm -hmm. Um, In LA, LAX, the pylons are purple and gold tonight. Um, There's been a lot of, like, really um, just lovely um, tweets from various people. yeah, including um, Shaq, who says, um, there's no words to express the pain I'm going through with this tragedy of losing my niece, Gigi, and my brother, Kobe Bryant. I love you and you will be missed. My condolences go out to the Bryant family and the families of other passengers on board. And then in all caps, I'm sick right now. Um, yeah, and his daughter is the, was born the same day as Gigi. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, his daughter. So I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I just, uh, you know, I just, grief is so um, complicated and um, and difficult. And when it's compounded in this way where it's, you know, I mean, to be a mother who's lost her child and her husband, um, 
And you she know. just had a baby like about yeah, and they have months a seven, ago. seven months seven. old, oh, okay. seven month old. Yeah, so I mean, there's just so I it's I can't mm-hmm. even begin to um, imagine um, just the level of um, grief, grief and pain, it. and and so I just my prayer is really that this family is um, well supported by a community that will. Mm-hmm usher them and journey with them through this process because it's, it's going to be such a long road to um, healing and um, into, you know, just, yeah, I just can't imagine. So uh, really, really sad. Um, and then there's also just um, the last thing I saw on the news before we got on air was um, tons of people, just thousands of people gathering at Staples Center, which is crazy, too, because tonight is the Grammys. So the Grammys are yeah. like happening as we speak at Staples Center. And so um, it's got, it's must, I can't even imagine, it must be crazy down there because people have been showing up in droves to honor Kobe. Yeah. And there's a ton of like, you know, exits and things off the freeway that were already closed because Mm -hmm. the Grammys are happening. So it's it has to be mayhem down there. But I just pray that it's a peaceful gathering and that people are able to um, just um, kind of, you know, all the fans who are feeling the impact of this Mm -hmm. loss are able to gather in a peaceful way and and feel um, united and, you know. Um, supported by one another because um it's these are these things like this are just so hard the suddenness um is difficult mm-hmm. you know so yeah someone had like a really great um facebook like it was i think it was um black girls um therapy for black girls and they're uh-huh. like self-care when news is difficult because I've had to um, just kind of get off of, you know, social media because it's just too much. You know, the pictures of him and his daughter, like, mm-hmm. it's just and so they're like, you know, you need to, you know, take a break from social media if you need to, to or put some limits because it is a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, you know, if something tragic happens, you know, you can have a variety of feelings, and that's okay and valid. Don't try to make sense of it. Just, you know, feel your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spend time around, you know, people who kind of are feeling what you're feeling. And the one that I like is, like, grief is complicated, you know, because, like, people are like, you know, you don't know Kobe Bryant. You don't know, like, but I'm like, you're a human being. And right. <laughs> and just because, you know, it's okay to feel grief about a situation that doesn't personally impact you. Right. It's actually quite normal. And the other thing that, like, really brought it up to me, because even though, like, you know, I go to the, I went to the thing for my, you know, my classmate, our friend, mm-hmm. you know, there are other people in there who are far closer to her, like, her ex, her husband was there, like, her sure. like, friend is there, and so it's like, you have, like, a different relationship, so you have grief, but it's not, like, the same, and also, like, when someone is lost, like, it, sometimes it reactivates another loss for you. So sure. I know I felt that because, you know, um, and I thought about like my aunt, my mom, who like actually loves um, basketball. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, like they would have been like so like devastated right now. So mm-hmm. I just thought about that. So, yeah, no, I, you know, I, I really have zero patience um, for anyone who is critical 
of the way in which anybody chooses to grieve any one thing. So, um, cause it's not, it's not like if you're not impacted by it or you're not feeling it that same way that you're allowed to not, you know, that's fine. Um, but that just as much as you're allowed to not have a reaction or not really feel any impact, um, other people are allowed to be triggered by it. Other people are allowed to feel whatever they feel about it. Um, you know, people take their, like, oftentimes for many people, their, um, their iconic um, figures like Kobe Bryant, and he was definitely, like, kind of a, a very, like, iconic person absolutely that people tapped into him for inspiration they look to him for a model um and say what you want there's a million things every no one's perfect obviously like there's a lot of controversy around kobe for for a long time around different things um oh you know i wasn't a fan yeah and i mean it's fine you know like it's that's it's he was a human being he was flawed complicated complicated, whatever but like everyone is and um but despite all that, like, you know, like he had, um, established a career and a record and, you know, a a work ethic that he was known for. And all of those things were some uh, things that other people tapped into. And I think when you have that as uh, a driving force in your life and that, that something happens to that person, they die. Um, you, you feel the impact of that and it's okay to feel the impact of that. And, And what's not okay is to be critical um, of those people who are um, who are experiencing it at a more personal level than you are, um, and it's it is very triggering, um, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, for anyone who's had a loss where um, it was sudden and unexpected, or result of an accident, result of some like just you know tragedy that couldn't be helped for whatever reason. Um, that's gonna that this something like this brings that all up, you know, and and that's okay. Like you're, it's okay to um, be in that space and feel like um, this this is you know this this is hurting you in some way, um, even though this isn't someone who you knew personally or who you're going to like miss in the same way that his mother is gonna miss him. Like you don't does right. it, that's okay that you that you are each having um, reactions to this um, despite the, the the proximity differences. You know so okay. um, so yeah so don't be that person who <laughs> who wants to discount different. someone's. Um, grief um because you don't get it just quietly don't get it and maybe quietly try to understand instead of um loudly um criticizing and opening your mouth to say things that are not helpful right and let's apply that to just all manner of situations (laughs) so many things that that applies to yes oh my gosh i was like if i yeah let's, let's put that across the board just don't be an awful person. Be respectful. Just... Be respectful. Be respectful. The definition of a jerk is of someone who just does not uh, does not see the impact of their words on the people around them. So if you're opening your mouth saying stuff and people are like having generally the same reaction to you, it might be you. It, it might not be them. No, you're nice. It is you. Choose not to be that way. Choose not to be that person. That's that's our our public service announcement. Yeah, be better. Mm-hmm. Be the best you that you can be, or at least don't be the worst version 
Try not to be the worst version of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Try to be the best version. Of Try to be the best version of yourself. Regularly. It still may not be that great. It may not be know. great. <laughs> it may just be average. But strive for that average because the below average—that's not cute, y'all. Oh my god, it's just that. Just will always. <laughs> and I, you know, the thing is, I was like, I. I don't know. I hate when I make declarations about who I am, but I feel like I'm not like the most like empathetic person. I was like, I feel like I, I am empathetic, but in some ways I'm very detached about certain things. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was just like, come on, guys, like be be a be a be a person, be a good person. <laughs> come on, guys. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, so that's okay. that's the the news piece that we will cover for obvious reasons because we can't not talk about it. Um, so um, so yeah, so that's going on. You know, the other thing that's been going on um, that we could probably um, chit chat about is um, cousin Ooh. Megan. Oh yeah, I feel like so talked out about that, but yes, yeah, so. That's a thing that happened. Um. <laughs> it's a thing that happened. It's kind of, um, I don't know. I feel, I, I did not feel, I don't know about you, but when the announcement came out and, you know, it was like, you know, breaking news and all this and people were all like, you know, kind of like clutching their pearls or whatever. I was not, su- like, I wasn't shocked. I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. Like, I just thought like, yeah, this feels like the, the natural progression of right or some some version of this are black people and so we're like (laughs) yeah like they are treated they are horrible she don't have to take this Harry was like i'm what like six or seven like yeah i'm good like deuces like we don't have to take this I think this was that was like the baby and like everything that mm. happened with his mom yeah like he's always been kind of the rebel anyway so I don't see any of this as right a shock. he's always yeah. talked about you know kind of addressing his mental health and all that kind of stuff so none of this was shocking I don't know I guess people who abusers who feel like, you know, you're just supposed to keep getting abused mm-hmm. and be okay with it or fight the system. Yeah, black people are tired of fighting the system. <laughs> we right. keep our sanity. I saw like the funniest thing. Like there was a, a meme about how come black people look like they are like twenty years younger than they really are. Despite all the crap that we go through, and society <laughs> pressure, it's like if we didn't have to deal with all that, we'd be like you're mortal. <laughs> I was like, word. But um, um, how much is this woman supposed to take? And like, yeah, to, yeah, I'm like. What? No, the the British uh, tabloids have been so heinous. Um, when they started, I mean, they from the get from yeah from get go they've the been so gate. heinous. Yes, out the gate they've been heinous towards her, and add to that, you know, the, the they're actually getting married, they're get her getting pregnant, they're actually having the baby, and all the horrific things that they have said. And w- one of my favorite pieces is um, Trevor Noah did a whole um, 
clip of uh, headlines of um, headlines regarding the same thing for Kate versus the same thing for Megan. You know, she did an article too, like 20 something things. Yeah, it was like a whole list of like the way that Kate's press was always positive, always airing on the side of like complimentary and whatever. And how the exact same commenting on the same thing, like the baby bump was a perfect um, example where they were like, you know, like picture of Kate Middleton, like, you know, holding her baby bump and the comment or the headline was something like Kate, you know, like cradles, lovingly cradles, you know, baby bump. And Megan's doing the exact same thing, same pose, like, you know, which every mother, every pregnant mom does is kind of hold your baby bump, um, was something like, um, uh, you know, Megan, like, you know, clearly, uh, the Duchess clearly, like, you know, self-conscious about her, you know, body what image or something crazy, um, so everything has been like that, like, has just been the, like, the full normal thing right totally normal things have been um colored and advertised um in a really negative light so i um i am all for the mexit because <laughs> cousin mexit um getting um going to the commonwealth of canada and figuring mm-hmm. out life there like i think that that's terrific so good yeah. for them yeah, like good for Harry, good. like standing by his woman and not yes, letting and not taking so it. Many, yeah. I don't think would have given up all of that. But um And isn't it interesting too, because the you know, it made me think of also, you know, this season of the crown. Um just uh, recently or you know back in December just um, got um, put out on Netflix and one of the speeches that um, uh, oh why am I blanking on his name that Philip gives to um, Queen Elizabeth is about how there's two lines in the uh, royal family and how for every Margaret there's a little bit and how like the chaos in a stable or something like that yeah that's uh what is it it's the yeah that's those aren't it was some those it, it wasn't was, the words but yeah that, those yeah but it was like the there's like a line of people that are like yeah reliable and you know you that you can count on or whatever and for every one of those in the royal family there's an opposite and he goes through and names them all and it's just so interesting mm-hmm. you know because it really is like I feel like this, and then like just weeks later, this story comes out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is what they were talking about on the crowd!" Like, you know, it's really like, you know, for every William, there's a Harry. You know, there's there's this this opposite that's gonna that's not gonna play by the rules, that's gonna push back, that's gonna say, you know, mm-hmm. no, not me. Like, I'm not doing it the way that you want me to. Um, well, that's how the monarchy modernizes and changes because. Like, you think about divorce, it was like, oh, divorce, right. divorce. I was like, Margaret divorced, yeah. um, her daughter divorced, her son. Like, you know, like, they're, like, two of her sons. Like, most three of her children have divorced. Right. Right. So. Yeah. But, like, you know, I mean, and honestly, like, the whole Church of England was founded on the need for a divorce. 
right like which I feel like it's always so kind of like not acknowledged I'm like hello like you have an entire branch of what would have other been otherwise been the Catholic Church except for you had a king who wanted a divorce you know so the fact that divorce continued to be an issue is so wild to me I'm like okay but you guys kind of had like settled this or at least you know made a thing of it like you have a whole church that exists like just for that um so it's crazy um but yeah so that was another big news piece that there was actually so many times like going back to the fact that we haven't recorded in a long time there were so many times over the course of the last few months that I've been like oh we should totally we really need to we need to tape a podcast like we need to get back on because this is something we need to think about or that is something oh. that's like you know like there's so many moments that I've been like that's oh. been so many times so many times so yeah of course when this happened that was yeah one of the things so oh yeah God. yeah for sure mm-hmm. um so what else um I am looking forward to the Oscars. I have totally not thought about the Oscars. (laughs) I actually feel, um, because at first, first of all, the Oscars are like two or three weeks earlier than normal, two weeks earlier than normal. They're on February 9th. They're usually towards the end of February. Um, And and I don't understand why. (laughs) Like they just were randomly early this year. and so at first I was a little panicked because I was like, oh, usually, you know, like I have like, you know, the better part of January and February to catch up on any films that I hadn't caught, you know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I've actually watched uh, most of them. I'm only there's only two on the list of best film nominees that I haven't seen. And that's um, Little Women, which I'll see probably next weekend. And Jojo Rabbit, which I'll also probably try to catch next weekend. I'll probably build build myself a little double feature and get those two. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, I said I was going to watch a couple movies on Friday. And I, again, did not move myself to sit down in a different place. <laughs> I was like, this is sad. But yeah, I do want to see Little Women, though. I really do. I love that book. And, um, you know, it's funny, like, Little Women is, not, like, I've read Little Women, and, but it's not one of those books that I ever went back to, like, I read it once a long time ago, and, um, I feel like I did not, I don't, I did never have, like, the requisite reaction to it, like, lots of people are, like, you know, obsessed with it, have, like, you know, it's that, that it's, like, that classic that they go back to time after time, I've never... I, I just never had that reaction to it. So I actually, if it wasn't for the Oscars, I probably wouldn't be. Um, wouldn't be seeing the movie. Like it wasn't like, I, it was definitely like not on my list, but since it's on the nominee list, I will go ahead and watch it. Um, wow. And, that's, but there's, there's a lot of good movies this year. That's funny. Cause I was like, I, yeah, that's, it's like, you know, a Jane Austen movie, like Pride and Prejudice, like, it's like a classic. Okay, so did you like Anne of Green Gables? No. Same. Oh. I put it. I put it in the same category. Read it once. Thought it was fine, but like, yeah, didn't like. I wasn't like, oh my god, this is like, oh, I can't. I fell in love with the characters, and I got it. No, never had that reaction. I feel like I like. 
I could I could relate. And the thing was like I didn't read Anne of Green Gables first. I saw the movie on PBS one time when I was visiting relatives in Oakland. Everybody was old. I stayed in the room and watched that caught up in this movie on PBS all day long. And I fell in love with Anne Shirley and I was like, This is my kindred spirit. Oh, I was saying, this is what I'm saying. See, that's like I feel like that's the <laughs> requisite. <laughs> yeah, that okay, is the requisite like... reaction. I feel I always feel when because I've been in groups where like there's a bunch of women and that's like it's Anne of Green Gables or Little Women. Either of those titles come up, and people it, it without like almost without exception, like people have some level of that same reaction, and I'm always like. Eh. <laughs> I don't get it because I was like, I, you know, it's like me, like a little black girl from South Central. Right. <laughs> right. That's I, even like a, like a, yes, it's, I was like, it's a stretch. It's a universal thing. It's universal. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, it's, it's, I always, I always feel like the odd woman out in these conversations because I definitely, be, you weirdo. I am. I'm a weirdo. Um, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, I just felt like it was that universal story that everybody, like a strong willed girl. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, and I, part of me, I think there's a part of me that's always felt like maybe I need to just go back as an adult, like a more self aware, like adult, and like reread these just for the sake of like giving them another shot. Cause I was like, part of me feels like, well, maybe I just read them too young and I just didn't have like, the level of self-awareness or like whatever, where I was like really like tapped into like identifying with anyone, you know? So I don't know, maybe I'll do that. Maybe that'll be one of my little challenges this year. How are you doing on your, uh, you posted on my Facebook, but since we're on this topic of like self-awareness and this sort of thing. So let me tell you guys about um, one Andrea Camerota. What did I do? who is annoyed by people making resolutions now I do like business planning that goes into like personal you know goals and whatnot sure but I hate like resolutions and I feel like I don't want to set myself up for failure because I as I told you because even though we don't film podcasts I do talk to Andre at least once a week yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah not for lack of like talking it's like yeah right so um I get so I'm annoyed with everybody like in my life right now because everyone is fasting and doing New Year. <laughs> I'm like New Year, say me. Um, it's just <laughs> annoying, and I was like, everyone's unhappy, everyone's complaining, everyone's like listless and tired because they're not eating or they're doing. It. And I, was like, <laughs> I am so tired of it, and so I was like. I am making choices, but I was like, I'm not trying to sell myself for failure. So let me tell you what um, Andrea Cameron did. So <laughs> December 31st, she writes this big old thing on Facebook, tagging me in it, getting me all involved in it. <laughs> talking about from little changes to big ones, what are your top 20 for 2020? Right. I was like, 20 things? Like, yeah, kidding? 20 things for 2020. Because, again, I was like, little things count. So it doesn't have to be, like, 20 lofty goals. 
it can be a, a mix of like a you know some things are little some things are bigger deals but then she I, posted at 3 p.m on the 31st so i'm like i gotta plan out what i'm gonna change for the next year in like a few hours like while i'm relaxing so i'm like 20, 20 <laughs> so, complaining. so she was like okay maybe 10 if not 20 yeah. and then i was like tagged her and was like 10 to 20 question mark and then my diane like shocked are you kidding me <laughs> so one of the things that i did is i took several of the things that she put on her list because i was like yeah okay i can do those things so mm-hmm. um i think i had 12 so yes yeah i think i'm doing okay so the first one do you want to tell your list first your list is way longer than mine you go ahead. You, Steve, you're talking. Go for it. Thank you, friend. Okay, <laughs> so again, I co- co-opted some of Andrea. So when she tells mm-hmm. her, they will be very similar. So one that she put is wear makeup daily and dress less California casual during the week. So um, yeah, that's a big thing for me. Like I get casual, especially if I know I'm not meeting any clients that day. Mm-hmm. I'm not dressing up. So um, I want to like kind of change that. And I changed it briefly because me and Nasia took some branding pictures. And mm. so I got like my hair done. I had like nails on. So like that whole week, like I was like wearing makeup. At one point, I like for my the photos, I got bought some red lipstick. Mm. So I, I wore like red lipstick. But people were like, oh, excuse me. What you doing with this? Right. Lipstick? Where are like, you going? Right. Where are you going? You got your nails done, hair did, everything. I was like, it was because we took brandy picture we took pictures this weekend mm-hmm. so I, I'm still fancied up it's so right for the weekend <laughs> so I was like I felt good so I was like okay I was like I'm gonna do this and so that lasted for all of a week and then I was like okay yeah no so I started on the 7th mm-hmm. didn't start on the 1st it's okay. Um, you're still on vacation. You're still at your bestie's house. Then. Yes, but even when I got back, like there was like a lot of rushing, rushing, rushing. So I started on Monday, and I was people were like, "Oh, you all dressed up? You got the jewelry on?" Da, da, da. I was like, "Yes." I said that I was gonna do this. They're like, "Um, I just saw you yesterday, and you did not have on it." Make I was like, <laughs> "I'm starting today." So right. here we go. So that was here we one. Go. You know, build up my emergency fund because, you know, entrepreneur life that got depleted. Build up my savings again. Yeah. Um, Work out three times a week. Have not done that yet, but I have mm-hmm. thought about, seriously. Mm-hmm. Going to <laughs> Serious thoughts. <laughs> Serious thoughts. Yes. Um, make every morning a miracle morning. Haven't quite done the miracle morning thing, but I will say wake up in the morning thank god you know read a verse or so um have like some quiet time and then i do kind of get up and get dressed or i listen to like a motivational thing that kind of like gets me up and starts my day so i have not i've been getting to the office kind of early getting things started early and not rushing like that's my whole goal Mm -hmm. i don't wake up at five i like to more wake up at six Mm-hmm. And like I'm not rushing out the door. Like everything's intentional. Like so that's good. That makes uh, a big difference. The way you a, start the day is oh such a huge thing. Yeah, it's like amazing. So one, um, the next one was meet my 2020 business goals. 
you know, well on the way of doing that, but, you know, I'm mm-hmm. also, like, hiking, you know, you know, boosting things up this week, so we kind of got to put some things in place, so we're hopefully, um, I'm not going to say hopefully, so the, that's going to make a big difference, so very excited yes. about that. Seven, I'm not doing any cleanses, but I'm more intentional <laughs> about my eating habits, so okay. I have, like, to the point, like I said, other people have noticed who are on those other plans that I'm mm-hmm. eating better. And I was yes. like, yeah, I was like, I'm not calling it anything. Right. I'm just adding pro- more probiotics to my diet, diet, adding more green things, eating more plant-based foods, drinking more water. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm doing all those things. I'm just not calling it anything. Just so, all the things you know you're supposed to do because right. I feel like so much so much of the time we act like it's a mystery, like, oh, I, I'm sluggish and I'm I'm gaining weight or whatever. And it's like you know what you're supposed to do to make yourself less sluggish and make yourself not gain any more weight. You just aren't doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's not a mystery. So I love that. Great. Yeah. And so um stick to my time block, which I'm doing better at, but that's still one of my challenges. I, uh, it's hard for me to stay focused. So I get because you know the, oh God, this is going to bleed into the next thing, but mm-hmm. you know what you need to do for the day. Like, I need to lead gen every day. I don't enjoy necessarily lead gen in every, you know, but I know that I have to. So it's very easy to get distracted by something you enjoy doing. Of course. As opposed to doing one of those the things you have to do. Yeah, menial, boring, like, tasks that you have to do. So... Just kind of staying focused on that. Um, take at least one international trip this year. Again, mm-hmm. all the working that I'm doing is going to help with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy some land is also, that's kind of all, you know, how much money I make depends on what I do. Um, mm-hmm. One is read at least one book per month. So right now, <laughs> I'm kind of reading three books. I, uh, my productivity coach gave me a book for Christmas uh-huh. and I was like a book and to the point where it made her like she got a little offended to the point where whenever she gave it to anybody else she's like it's only a book and I was like oh, oh. God, I'm so sorry <laughs> you're a terrible person I know I'm a terrible person but the thing was like I've been getting so like people have been like giving me all these books and like it's all like stuff that I hated before but now again like, I'm totally, like, drinking the Kool-Aid. So, all these, like, self-help, motivational kind of books. Sure. So, um, she gave us one, and we are like, reading it. And it's actually, like, really, really good. And so, mm. it's, like, it's called The Compound Effect. Okay. And it's how, like, the guys, like, you know, people kind of let choices kind of happen to them. And how if you make, like, just, like, small little changes, like over time they can make a big impact on your life mm-hmm. kind of set you on a different trajectory so you know it's all about like making small incremental changes to make mm-hmm. kind of have big results and so really good stuff and it kind of you know people it's easy easier for people to kind of buy into because that, that's my whole thing with the whole everyone trying to quit 20 things at the beginning of the year and I was like I'm gonna quit these two things or limit these two things and that's still going to have a great effect mm-hmm. you know, or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, interesting yeah so it's like a good 
you know, he's like, don't try to do everything at once because, again, you're just going to fail. So, <laughs> right. Well, that is so, I mean, it sounds so simple, but I think that that is such sage advice yeah. because I think often, whether it's, you know, m- spending budgeting or whether it's weight loss and eating better whatever it is exercise you know people like are like okay I'm gonna be basically a whole other person tomorrow you know (laughs) it's like how about just focus on one change like one thing you know and do that and do that for a while and get that good and then maybe incorporate like another one somewhere you know like because I I think that's why people fail it's like I'm just gonna be like a whole other person in eight hours from now and that's not a thing no he was like his his advice in the first chapter he's like take one thing yeah that you want to change he's like and track it for a week Mm. whether that's your eating whether it's exercise whether it's like I'm not gonna drink soda. He's like, whatever it is. Like he's like, it doesn't matter how small it is. It's like take one thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, so the whole thing. He's like, you're trying to build, you're trying to counteract all the bad habits you have by developing good habits. Mm-hmm. And so he talked about his dad and how he was so regimented and like had such good habits as a child because I think his dad was like a college football coach. Mm-hmm. And so he like had these like habits that he of just like hard work, consistently doing the things you don't want to do, but like helping in long range, like to the point where he was like a millionaire, like when he was twenty one. Wow, wow. So he like he had a biz, he had businesses when he was like a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, just because like you know these habits that his father instilled in him, he's like all of them. You know, I didn't like, but like <laughs> right, like, but yeah. So yeah, so it was. So yeah, so that book. And again, like, I have to read, like, a, everyone keeps giving me books. So I'm, like, I'm trying to read all these books. But this one is great reading. Um, We have a book club at work, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent, which is called The Red Book or The Real Estate Bible and Keller Williams. Mm. So Nice. Yeah. So, you know, every year I kind of start reading that. And, and it's another book that I can't remember now, but I just got it last week that my team leader gave me so yeah so those are kind of my things oh um and start sewing again that yeah. was 12 and I thought about it because I have a skirt right now that I'm taking to someone to hem and I was like I could really hem this but I don't want to and I'm probably not going to do it so um but I do want to start sewing again mm-hmm. good so yeah and you um so okay yeah so mine were also um like i said small things large things so the the uh, wear makeup more often was what i had placed and i've actually been wearing pretty much wearing makeup every day except for when i don't go anywhere um once you start you kind of get used to it yeah and i and i timed it you know (laughs) Because I was like, how much, you know, like, how, like, I was like, okay, I'm like, literally, I looked at the clock and I was like, okay, I'm starting from like the very first step of what I do, concealer, whatever. And how long does it actually take me? And it actually only takes me 10 minutes to like put on my like full, just regular like day face. Like mm-hmm. not, you know, obviously like not like glamour going out for a night face, but like just the regular, some concealer, foundation, blush and eyebrows, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I was like, okay, honestly, it's 10 minutes. Like, it's not like, oh, let me add this like half hour project, <laughs> you know? So I was like, okay, I can do it in 10 minutes. Like that's really doable. So I've really, I've actually been doing it every day at work. Um, every way, every day that I've, you know, getting, getting ready to go to work. And then, um, and then even on the weekend, like when I, you know, get on Sunday, I go to church, I've been like putting on a full full face and again it's not again you know me I don't wear a lot of makeup even when I wear makeup I don't wear a lot of makeup um but I do feel like it's you know it's I I just felt like I just need to try a little like I I need to look like I I really I basically I don't care but I need to not look like I don't care (laughs) thank you and that sums it up perfectly I was like I don't I don't I don't I can't and I don't but I was like you know what maybe if I like give a little effort like change like change things so yeah yeah because it's just like yeah it's just it's a small thing like I said it's a 10 minute investment in the morning like it's really not that big of a deal there was a few money related things um building back my emergency fund and then rebuilding my savings account which are obviously like tied together um and um, so one of the things that I haven't talked about just yet is that um, I had a tragic um, loss of my uh, kitty cat, um, my magic girl, ugh, which is so devastating. Um, it happened right before Christmas. She got, she was just, the thing with cats um, is that they're very stoic and very proud and they don't tell you that something is wrong until it's honestly too late to do anything about it, which is essentially what happened with her majesty. Um, And so she spent um, three nights in the ICU. We did emergency surgery and um, did everything I could to um, save her, but that did not um, work. And so we had to let her go. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been really hard. Um, And that's an understatement. It's been been devastating. and the suddenness of it and the fact that she was only seven years old, which for those of you who don't know, cats can live to be 20. Um, so a seven-year-old cat is very young. Um, all of it has been really difficult. So, um, and, you know, so I, I put a lot of money into trying to save her and I would do it again. And if anything ever happened to the colonel, I would do it again. Um, I have no shame about um, investing in my pets. Um, they are like family to me. Um, but that does mean, you know, I have to rebuild, rebuild the savings account and then uh, rebuild the emergency fund. And then once that's back up to speed, start putting back into my savings. So um, th- that's that's part of where those goals are coming from. Um, and then also limit spending was <laughs> obviously goes in line with that. Like um, just my budget's just completely kind of been turned on its head as a result of all this, um, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, and, um, and I do want to um, hopefully maybe by the end of the year, be in a position to buy another property. Um, I've been saying that that's something that I want to do um, to kind of add to my portfolio. So that's going to be, that's, those are all sort of the bigger financial, like loftier financial goals, I feel like. Um, on the self-care side, there's the w- waking up earlier to start the days off with more intention, um, which I started doing um, I started off pretty well, like the first couple of weeks of the month, I was doing pretty well. Um, And this is, again, this, a lot of these things tie back to some of the themes. So 
with um, the grief um, that I'm still working through um, with Madge, I've found myself super tired. Um, for anyone who's ever spent any time mourning anyone or anything, um, you know that it's just emotionally, it's draining, but it's also like zaps your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've kind of found myself in the last like week or two to really feel like I'm in a rut with um, really having the energy to get up earlier in the morning. Like I've set my alarm every day for the time that I want to get up. And then I've not done that, you know? Um, So, um, so side note, um, I guess it's maybe adding to this list or sort of like, um, yeah, like amending this list to some degree. It's um, I am going to be going to grief counseling. um, (laughs) for for this loss and um because i feel like i'm at that point where i see uh unhealthy uh patterns beginning to develop and i want to deal with it like i really want to capture catch it before it spirals into something um like just like a full-blown depression um i am very sad yeah (laughs) i'm very sad and um and I need to have a space where I can kind of process a lot of that sadness um, and, and, and have it get out in healthy ways and not in unhealthy ways. And so, um, so a lot of the things on this list are going to speak to that. So um, uh, especially the getting up early in the mornings and the working out regularly, like none of that has been happening and it's all tied to the fact that I'm um, um, grieving. Um, So, and even like eating better, like I've just been doing a lot of the like unhealthy ways of like processing grief, which is like sleeping and eating and sleeping some more. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. none of those things are good. And, um, and I'd like to like to not do that. Um, going to bed on time also, same thing, like all of that needs to be rolled into the, the, the grief counseling. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, I'm going to find myself a good and wise therapist and um, work on that. So we can kind of roll those all into one one little basket here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, clean out my closet. I that I really do want to tackle, and I've had this other project going on in the kitchen, which I don't even want to talk about it because it's driving <laughs> me crazy. Um, but. Um, once that's settled, I do really want to tackle. There's like, uh, my cl- I just have, it's such a first world problem to the point where it's almost embarrassing. Like the number of clothes that I have that I do not wear and that I have not worn or that I keep in hopes of someday wearing, like I just need to, I need, so my goal is I'm actually, what I'm actually going to do is count items of clothing and then I'm going to reduce by 30%. Um, so whatever I need to, whatever that number is, uh, 30% of that needs to go. Um, so that's, that's, I am, I am like very much, I do feel like that's actually going to make me, um, feel better. (laughs) Um, because there it's, it's just the stress of having, having more than I need and feeling like, like it's hard to find things because I have so much crap, you know? Yeah. Um, so 
that's that. Um, planning and booking for a tropical getaway. I've already started looking into that. Um, yeah. So really it's, and it's not even like a get the tropical getaway in like, it doesn't have to happen this calendar year in 2020, but I do want to book it, like plan it and book it. Um, because what it, obviously like I want, like my friend, I don't want to go by myself. Like I want my friends to come along. So I want to plan it in a way that people have time to like save for it, you know, and like participate themselves, like in a healthy way where they've actually been able to budget for it or whatever, you know? Thank um, so you. Yes, you're welcome. Um, so I've started looking at like um, just different ways to do it, the, you know, resorts versus, um, doing like you know renting a big house that you can rent for like a week or whatever you know so there's a million different ways to do it um yeah specifically looking at hawaii because i've been saying i want to go to hawaii um and then kind of like you know talking to people about the different islands and what people you know what the, the the differences are and you know that sort of thing so i am working on that um da 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 uh learn to learn to make two new cocktails that was actually something i'd started doing a while back and i kind of just stopped so i wanted to get back to that um i had learned to make the an old-fashioned first then i learned to make a manhattan um actually the first thing i learned to make was my house margarita which is a very good margarita um so i got that under my belt then i learned to make an old-fashioned then i learned to make a manhattan and then i kind of stopped so I want to just really kind of like make my way through all the like classic cocktails um, and so that I know the recipes and have have what I need on hand. So if, if when I'm entertaining, I can easily make cocktails. Um, so. Um, so, yeah, so I think I want to add to that like a sidecar is a classic that I, I want to have under my belt um, and maybe um, a, what's it called? Is it a boulevardier? Is that how you say it? Um, Bull, Bull, uh, it's it, it's like is it Boulevard Deer or is it Boulevardier? But that's a another like classic bourbon cocktail. Um, this I really need to work on. Open the mail when it arrives. So again, like I said, small things and large things. This is definitely a small thing that can turn into a large thing. <laughs> I do not open my mail when it arrives, and I'm actually looking right now as I sit here at a pile of <laughs> mail that has not been open and it's oh. I mean I like I can see like there's a shirt that I ordered again going back to clothes because I've been doing way too much retail therapy about with regard to the grief instead of dealing with the grief itself so there's a shirt that I ordered in this pile of things that I have not even opened the envelope it's just something that I ordered you know like this is what I'm saying you guys my life is spinning out of control <laughs> um so the difference that it would make to actually just sit next to the trash can, open my mail, throw out what's trash, keep what's actually relevant. I mean, life-changing. And I know, again, it's one of those things, I know what I'm supposed to do, I'm just not doing it. Um, and another one of my things was read more nonfiction, because I read a lot of fiction. I don't want to say, you know what, I think that's an overstatement. I read fiction, and I read it at just kind of my own pace. Like, whatever book, novel that I'm working on, I like it's what I read when I'm going to sleep at night and I have no rush around it because there's no reason to rush through it. If it's a good book, I finish it faster than if it's kind of a slower read and I just make my way through it. So I have no goals with regard to fiction, but I really do pretty much only read fiction. And there's a lot of nonfiction stuff out there, especially with regard to ministry and theology that I should be reading 
and that I'm not taking the time to do. So I want to set like um, the goal of just simply incorporating nonfiction um, on a regular basis. So, mm-hmm. um, so I have a couple of books like sitting on my table right now that are nonfiction that I need to tackle. Uh, and what was another thing? Have I, what haven't I talked about? Um, I think I covered everything. Eat, eat the salad, not just buy it. <laughs> I'm doing fantastic with that. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. But again, this all this goes into the whole grief category. I need to roll it all. That all goes in there. I need to to do the thing. Um, uh, da, 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 fat, oh, finished two knitting projects. Yeah, because, you know, I talked about this in the past podcast. I've started knitting and I just need to keep going. Like I'm not practicing enough. And so um, I'm still on the same project that I was on last time I talked about. <laughs> so I need to finish that, which is a little shawl that I'm working on. It's going to be really cute, but I just need to keep working on it. Um, and then when I finish that, I want to do another project whether it's a scarf or something like I need to just do I want to do two projects this year um so I have been been, and I have been working on that like when I have some downtime around the house I'll like put on a podcast and and knit um invest more time in my gen y millennial peeps mostly that's like my nephews and niece and actually I do feel like I'm doing a little bit of that like I got to spend time with them at the I had a conference in San Luis Obispo um that they were at um just a week two weeks ago now um and we got to spend some more time together and that was really good um and you know I went to wine tasting with my nephew I went out to lunch with my niece so that was good um so just trying to be more intentional they're far away so it's a little hard but um and then also just other like other people's kids you know Annette's children um who I enjoy um just trying to invest in our uh, our youth oh, yeah. Um, and then I think the only thing I haven't covered is uh, fasting quarterly. I already totally blew. I, I had a fast that I was on. <laughs> and again, this all goes into the whole like I'm grieving and it's just it's a bad it's hard. It's been hard to do anything that is really healthy and, you know disciplined um because i'm i'm very sad and so i stuff my feelings with food and shopping and other things so a lot of that is getting um needs to be addressed let's just say that so um but i do want to like have some even if it's not a food fast necessarily um you know like whether it's like a social media fast or a television and you know film fast like just have a quarterly time where I spend like a week or two um sacrificially you know not doing something um in order to kind of benefit from whatever time or attention that that buys me back so okay so those are all my things all to oh oh and number 20 (laughs) I forgot the biggest one go on a date Yes, I see how you're just gonna casually. No, I almost, I literally just like looked down and was like, oh, I didn't talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what are we doing about? Um, I haven't, action? I haven't done anything about that just yet, um, <laughs> other than talk about it with you and some other people. Um, I think it's definitely. 
you know, like I'm not so because a few people like my coworker was like, hey, so what are you going to do about that? Are you going to go like, you know, get on an app or do whatever? And I was like, absolutely. No. Like I'm not doing <laughs> like I've done online dating. Thank you for the suggestions, folks. I am done with that category of uh, dating. Um, so <laughs> work and mutual friend setups. Yes, that is my goal is to basically put out there. So, hey, listening audience. I am open to being set up. <laughs> um, for those of you who know me well, you should know me well enough to have an idea of what's going to fly and what's not going to fly. And that's my hope is that. Um, and that's really my prayer, like, honestly, and I, it, I think it's been my prayer for a while, but I, it's been like kind of a quiet prayer that I don't really put out there and I'm sort of trying to not be invested in. And what I have arrived at with regard, part of the reason that go on a date is on this list of 20 things for 2020 is that I had a season where the whole, whether I was dating, who I was dating, relationship status, all of that, I really didn't care. Like, I really was like, I just don't care. Um, and, and it was a genuine, like, I'm good. Like I'm content, like things are good. I actually like, so enjoy my life the way that it is, you know? Um, and I'm fine. And then I think I moved out of that into, you know what? It would be nice though, <laughs> but not really acknowledging that, like kind of being like, yeah, it would be nice, but I'm not really going to spend too much time thinking about how that would be nice, you know? Um, and mm -hmm. so um, I've now moved into the third category of saying, like, you know what, not only would it be nice, but I think it, it is something that I actually want. Like, I would like to be, I would like to find a partner to, to partner in this work with. I feel like God is calling me to really big things that would be great to have someone to partner with. And so that's really my prayer is that um, somebody who I know and who knows me um, is also like, like-minded and joining me in this mission to find, um, um, or to, you know, to like bring me to, or bring together, you know, um, me and whoever this person is out there who is for me, um, to be with in this, in this work. Um, yeah, the, you know, kind of the work of life, the work of ministry, all of it. Um, so, so, yeah, so I feel like I've sort of, like, graduated to this, like, e like even more, like, healthy place of, like, acknowledging that, like, yeah, no, it's, that would actually be really nice. And it is something that's missing um, and a, a, a void that I think would be good to fill. But I, I'm not, you know, so I'm just opening myself up to to even acknowledging it and, and then to the, like, real possibility of it. So there you have it, listening audience. Who do you know? Who might fit the bill? Holler, holler at your girl. Holla, holla. So yeah. So those are all my things. Those are all my like little, some, some little, some not so little things for 2020. Mm -hmm. yeah. So guys, um, We ran on for over an hour, almost an hour and a half. Not quite. An hour. Not quite. Not quite. Just, I mean, we're approaching. Yeah. Yeah. We're, and I'm not surprised. No, because we had like nine months of. <laughs> I mean, this is actually pretty good for like, 
the amount of catching up that needed to happen. Oh my gosh. So yeah, there are just so many things that were just left unsaid. And um so many things left unsaid. Um, but hey, such is life. Um we've I think I feel like this is I mean, you know how you know, you kinda know where we've been, what loosely know what we're what we've done over the last few months. <laughs> <Fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs> loosely. <laughs> Uh, we talked about some, some a couple of current event things, and and you know where we're going, mm-hmm. where we're where we're all headed for this year. So, um, you know, I don't know how long your commute is, but hopefully you're at work already. See, my commute is fifteen minutes, so I would have to. <laughs> it took me a week to get there. Hey, I mean, yeah, this my commute is only half an hour, so but that's but coming home. Sometimes this uh, a long hour and a half podcast is exactly what fits the bill. Yeah. Or like so, like while cleaning your house, or yeah, or cooking dinner. Cookie dinner. Yeah, maybe you finish it. You know, you it's like a, it's only fifteen minutes to work and fifteen minutes back, but then you've got to come home and cook dinner. That's the rest of this podcast. I know. So you, you're welcome. Is you're what we're saying. <laughs> I actually started cooking again. Oh, that's right. Which, I mean, honestly, it's it's a travesty that you don't cook because you're actually really good at it. (laughs) And you enjoy it. Like, you're like, you have, you you like check off all the boxes. Like, I do it because I, I know that it's the right thing to do. But I, if I, if there was any way that I could not do it, I would. Yeah. And to the point, I think I got offended. So like, well, the besties house, like, me and her husband, like, cooked you know, every meal. And it was like, you know, a different soup every day because, you know, I love cooking soup. And then like all these little, criti- you know, like little crostinis and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I don't cook oh, that's so right. much out here. Like one of my, Nasia's husband doesn't think I know how to cook. And I'm like, oh, wow. I know how to cook. So I posted a picture of like the crostinis that I made mm-hmm. um, for Christmas Day. And they look delicious. Yes. And he was like, damn, Jason. And I was like, um, no. Right. I was like, I cook these. I was like, you know, Jason's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, put some respect on my name. I was like, I know you don't <laughs> know that I can it. cook. But I was like, uh... I can't like really cook. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to like change some stuff because this, this ain't this ain't mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, you better recognize. Yeah, yep. so oh, those were so good. Yeah, they looked really good for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I'm making bacon jam and caramelized onion. I'm like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're very no. talented. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so I'm going back to, you know, cooking. He made a little comment the other day too, because we had like an open house, and I had like we decided to do like a little mezzi plate, and I put mm-hmm. falafel on it. He's like, "Who made falafel?" I was like, "Well, he's like, are they frozen?" I was like, "Well, they don't frozen." I was like, "Oh yeah, like I got them from Trader Joe's." He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna say like, who made falafel? You didn't make falafel." I was like, "Okay, I could make falafel if I wanted to. But I'm not <laughs> going to because he's like, oh yeah, you know, take some time." I was like, "Who has time for that?" I was like, "This is right. for open house. I'm not making falafel." Right. I was like, are you kidding me? So I was like, again, I was like, I could. But I could if I wanted to. So if don't I trip. Wanted to. Yeah. So back up with all I'm the commentary. Not, yeah. I was like, mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You better show and prove. I know. I was like, that is too funny. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh. 
You got All this. Right. Well, thank you for tuning back in now yeah. that we've given you something to tune in to. Um, so yeah, but we're gonna, we're gonna do this, you guys, we're gonna get back on, back on track, back on schedule. It's uh, 2020, a whole new year. And um, new year, new us, new year, new us with our list of things that we're doing. (laughs) So many things. So many things. One thing at a time. We have but one thing at a time. Yes. Don't forget that sage advice. Just tackle Mm -hmm. one thing at a time, folks. Yeah. Darren Hardy. Get that book. Thank you, Miss. Thank you, Mr. Hardy. The compound effect. Great. Mm. Great. We even have a little book recommendation for you. There you go. I need to finish reading chapter three. (laughs) (laughs) Right after we get off, I'm going to start reading. Perfect. See, small goals, little bits and pieces. Bite-sized goals, people. Bite-sized goals. Bite-sized goals. Bite-sized goals. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>